Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwis Tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin this journey. So that first thing I understand, actually there's another story very nicely, I, I'll tell you that story of Iman as well. And you know, there are many, many like that, that then think, reflect properly, that we, do we have Iman Islam or not? The story is Ibn Qudama Rahmullah Ta'ala Al-Maqdisi has written his, in his book, in Kitab Al-Tawwabin, very nice story, for Abdul Wahid Ibn Zayd Rahmullah Ta'ala. He said, we were in a boat, in a ship, uh, uh, in, in, in the sea, and then there it was very windy and you know, and then we happened to be in an island. When we came to this island, we saw there a man worshipping an idol. He was worshipping an idol. So we came to the person and said to him, Ya Rajul Man Ta'bul. Oh man, who are you worshipping? For Ashara ila salam. He pointed to the idol that I worship the idol. <coughs> we said, <coughs> we have got in our ship uh, someone who can make uh, like this idol. You know, the one you are shipping, somebody here is in, in the boat who can make something like that. He can make idols like that. If this is not a god to be worshipped. You know, it is, anybody can make them. So he said, who do you worship? So we said, we worship Allah. He said, but what Allah is? So we said, he is the one whose throne is in heaven and in the earth is his kingdom. And you know his 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 word uh, works among the all the alive people and among the dead. You know, you know he, he, his word everywhere. You know he he decides he judges. He said, but how do you know about him? So we said to him that this this great king, the creator, you know he sent to us a messenger, noble messenger, and that noble messenger told us about him. Then he asked, but what happened to the messenger? We said he conveyed the message. And then Allah, the ruler, the king, he took him to himself. So then he asked, you know, this messenger, did he leave any, any sign behind, behind? We said, yes. He said, what did he leave? We said, he left behind, behind a book from the, from the king, a message from the king. He said, okay, show me the book of the king, because the books of the king, they must be, you know, amazing. They must be very attractive. They must be very impressive. So we brought the Musaf of the Quran and he said, but I don't know this. Then we read to him a surah from the Quran and when we were reading, he was crying. He kept crying all the way until we finished the surah. He, then after when we finished the surah, he said, actually, the one who revealed this, word, this surah, these words, you know, he deserves not to be obeyed, disobeyed. People should not disobey him. You know, he's so noble. 
and then he became Muslim. And we taught him about Islam, about prayer and all those things. And we also taught him certain surahs of the Quran so he could read in, in the prayer. Then we took him in the ship with us and until, uh, you know, walking with us. When the night came, we started sleeping. So he said, oh people, this your Allah, your God, who you worship and who you think that he has power upon you, does he sleep? So we said, no, how can he sleep? Oh, son, slave of Allah, he is high, he is always alive, he is the sustainer of the whole universe. You know, he is great, he never sleeps. So he said, how, how bad you are as slaves, that you sleep and your master does not sleep? How bad you are? And then after that, he started all the night <coughs> worshipping and he left us. And then uh, when we came to our town, I said to the people, this man is new in Islam, let's get some money, collect some money and give him. And we collected many, many madirham to help him, to support him. And we said to him, take it and spend your needs. So he said, la ilaha illallah. You know, I was in that island and I used to worship an idol. But still my Lord, Allah subhanahu wa he did not waste me. Still he kept you know, looking after me and feeding me. And now I know him and you think he's not going to look after me. Take all this money from you. And then he started working and, you know, for money and with his own hand. And Allah subhanahu wa fed him. You know, this thing, what, what actually happening is, because this person already feels to worship. He really in his heart is convinced that he must worship. He must thank. But he does not know. He's not like Ibrahim who can actually by, by their mind they can find the truth. He's not like Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa You know, many, many people they don't know properly, their mind not so, so sharp. So he got this idol and started worshipping him. But once somebody taught him the proper thing, because he has got the thirst. When you have got the thirst, you know the water. If you don't see the water, you, may, you could do mistake. But as soon as you see the water, you have no confusion. And then you don't ask any big proof. We people are just spending time on providing proof for the water. You don't need that really. You just need to tell the people that they need water and create that need in their heart. Once they need the water, their internal actually urge, it will guide them to the real water. And for example, imagine if you are in desert, you know, all the sand everywhere in desert and you're lost, you have no water. And suddenly somebody comes and who you think really must be true. And it tells you, you know, just one mile away or something like that, there's a water. Are you going to ask that person, you know, how can we believe in you? Are you going to ask the person, you know, provide the Motawatir report? It's certain, no. You, because you need water. If you know, you know, if you don't get water, you're going to die. You have to believe in that person. You have to look after that. And you certainly will know the difference between sand and between the water. You'll know it inside there. It is really wrong when people imagine, think really, that, you know, belief is something external. Belief is not external. It is something internal. You really, just it is hidden. You, you don't know it. Like, for example, uh, you know, Sheikh Saadi Rahmatullah has written a story that somebody got, you know, a baby wolf. And he got it and he started, you know, keeping it and feeding it and make, made it to live with his sheep. Wolf, wolves don't live with the sheep, they eat the sheep, but you know, he was just a baby, he does not know. And he started living there and became part of the sheep community. One day, when he was in the desert with all the sheep, he saw a real wolf. Then he changed, then he jumped with that and then he started eating the sheep itself. You know, he recognized that who is. It could be that a wolf can live with the sheep and think that he is sheep, but as soon as he sees another wolf, he will know who he is. 
he will know that he is different and he will behave like that that actually what quran does quran wants to make that internal belief clear remind you about the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's favor remind you about your own creation remind you about the paradise and the fire of hell and that iman, iman comes we people since we don't have this internal belief in our heart we don't believe in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what we think really is iman is belonging aqida and then what we think people only believe if you provide in external proof and then we spend all the time to prove allah exists all the time to prove scientifically that paradise is possible day of judgment is possible all the time people don't need that if they don't want to believe even if provide all the arguments they're not going to believe you need to create that urge in the heart once people actually believe that they need to worship the lord a messenger will come and they believe that that is not there that's what we need we need to create that that need in the heart of people is it clear understand this properly we have been spending time wrongly and that's why you can see you know this iman islam became belonging to islam and the belonging to islam became belonging to certain different interpretation of the islam and became aqida so once you have this it becomes clear then there no doubt it will become clear to us that we people are not believers there could be some believers among muslims in the world but we are not believers we don't have islam properly we have a community which belong to certain different interpretations of islam we have aqida but we don't have islam and even islam is not based on the iman islam properly and that's why you know for 200 years when the people started reform they started reform assuming that the believing community there are muslims and now we need to help them how to get the power we did not realize that there are no believing community they don't believe in allah they are not muslims we before doing anything you need to create that iman islam in their heart like you know uh, akbar al-habadi you know he's also in the beginning you know, in, in india actually during the british rule and he has seen all those things that people come in the khilafah movement we have to establish khilafah and this and that he sees really the people don't have the basic things people are not believers and now you want to you know build upon something it needs a foundation so he says wo ghairat hai wo sabr wo iman hai kahan husn amal ke dil mein wo arman hai kahan ek gul bacha hua hai ki muslim muslim hai khastahar puche zara koi ki musliman hai kahan you know tell me where are that iman where there is sabr where there is islam everybody makes noise that muslims are humiliated everybody say muslims are defeated muslims are humiliated muslims are weak muslims are lower you know muslims are insulted muslims are attacked muslims are hurt he says puche zara koi ke muslima hai kahan ask them where are muslims they are not there muslims don't exist you know if the quran says about the people who become muslims in the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam qul lam tu'minu you are not believers tell about us are we believers people who accept islam on the hand of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in makkah al mukarrama and they express their belong to islam still quran say you are not believers because islam iman is not there you only belong to muslim community we people even don't belong to islam we belong to certain interpretation of islam we belong to certain aqida we belong to certain community that what you have to understand in syria the people who are fighting they are not fighting as being muslim they are not fighting as being people being believer they are fighting as member of certain group and that's why when the interests of these groups they don't meet they fight each other because their ideology is that ideology of the group not allah and his messenger that was the fighting and in this country also you can see in the same mosque when people fight what happens actually is because each one they have got certain group and they identify with that group we have got this identity 
Islam and Iman is not our reference, not Iman Islam. Our reference is certain identity that we have got, that we are Hanafi. So for example, if a mosque, Iman does not pray like Hanafi, so we think our prayer in, in thread because we believe in that identity, understand this thing properly. So things start with Iman Islam, then he moved to house of Islam, belonged to Islam, and then he went further down and became all these houses. Small houses, they are different interpretations of Islam. And now people think if you belong to any of these houses, you are Muslim and Muslim. It is not true. You only belong to that house. It is basic. And moving from one house to house, same, other house, the same like in Pakistan, changing the party. Like in India, the same thing. When people change a party, political party, nothing happens. It is because they think now their interest is more in that party, they move to like a simple thing, like you change your bedroom. Or for example, your bed is in, in this way, and one day you make your head on the other way, and you know, feet on the other way. That's all. Nothing happening. Like you know, the story Sheikh you know, Sadi Rahmullah has written that somebody, you know, he has a, you know, his horse uh, in the stable, and, uh, you know, and he used to tie certain places. The head is here, and, uh, you know, and the back, uh, bottom is this side. One day he changed it. He, you know, he, he, he tied the horse in the other way. The head becomes this way and the legs are, or the back is on this side. And then he said to the people, now my horse has changed. Where it used to be it has, now it is his, it, its tail. Where the head of the horse used to be, now it is tail of the horse in that place. People are shocked what happening is. So he said, no, you can't see it unless you pay five pounds. And the circulation, you go from this side and go the other side, you can't come back. And now people are paying five pounds and they see nothing happened really, that he just changed, you know, how, how he used to tie his horse. Nothing has changed and they put their, you know, head down and they just move. That basically what happens. What this person has done, that's what we do really. When we say, I, I used to be a Shari, now I become Salafi, we basically just, we have changed things. Not that our, you know, tail became in the place of the head, our head became the place of the, of the tail, nothing has changed. It is simple thing basically what change actually is this position, nothing else happened. To understand the Prophet, the Quran did not come for that purpose. Quran did not come to make you a Shari or Maturidi or Salafi or Hanbali or Hanafi or Malik or Shafi. Quran has come to bring something, you know, some reality to you, to make you believers, to make a Muslim full submission to your Lord. You know that the Iman Islam. That why when you read these stories, understand. And that occurrence when the test comes, we fail. The, the story that we go to read, when the test came, people did not feel. You can throw them in the fire. But the belief will be strong and strong. Nothing will happen. And even in this Ummah, you know, uh, Abu Muslim al-Khawari, one of the great Tabi'i, when Aswad al-Anasi in, in Yemen, he claimed that he is a prophet, uh, you know, and many people accepted him. Abu Muslim al-Khawari did not accept him. He opposed him you know, very much. And then he made a big fire and threw him in the fire. And Allah saved him from the fire. He still, he said, I'm going to throw in the fire unless you return. He did not return. And he remained alive. So people said to him that, you know, if this person remains here, then nobody is going to believe you. Then banish him from here. And that was a Muslim Khawari Rahmullah came to Medina. And Abu Qasiddiq found out him. And he said, you know, ask him, are you the one, you know, who is this liar threw, threw uh, in, in, in the fire? After a while, he accepted that. So, you know, in this Ummah, so these are the people. That whatever happens, you know, and the Prophet وسلم, when he used to pass by, you know, new Muslims in Makkah al-Mukarramah, and the people who were really persecuted very, very badly, Ammar bin Yasir, his father and his mother, and the Quran referring to the women, and how they, and how they used to take off all their clothes and put them in the heat of Makkah al-Mukarramah on the sand, and, in, and uh, 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 sometimes on, on the flames of the fire, 
and because the fire, you know, is coming and bloods coming from the body, that how the fire used to be put off. There's so much suffering, and still they used to say, "Ahad, ahad, Allah is one, Allah is one." And one, and whenever the Prophet used to pass by by them, he used to say, "You know, sabran yara yasir, oh family of yasir, be patient, be firm." And one day, you know, some one of them asked, "Oh Allah, the Messenger, how long are we going to be patient? How long?" So the Prophet became angry that people before you. They were so fun believer that one of them used to make the stand and then they used to cut them him in two two pieces and they still used to remain in, firm in the belief. Tell me, do you have belief like that? We have belonging. Where our interest goes, belonging goes, and that I can say this belief really does not make any difference in, in, in the life. And you can see really people whether they Salafi or they Dawandi, Barelvi, when it comes for the money, everybody cheats. That belief does not make any difference. People don't believe in the fire of hell. People believe in their adherence to certain community. They want to remain, you know, Salafi and Dawandi, but it is not that you know they want to save themselves from the fire of hell because we don't believe in that. It is not deep in the heart. Quran wants to bring that depth in, inside the people. The first thing is that we have to understand, and also let me emphasize this thing again, again, you know, something, you know, little bit more. That when you know people don't have this iman and don't have the submission as a result of iman, then basically iman only becomes you know sh showing thing. Because what happens? Nothing inside you basically wants to have certain things which can make either your identity. So people think you belong to this group. It is not you know something inside, and then that identity becomes more than the internal things. You know people make. So for example, that you know, people will say some certain words. So people think, oh, this person. For example, somebody will ask. I remember actually, somebody from Germany. He became Muslim, and he he emailed to me and he said, I became Muslim and went to the mosque, and the people are teaching, asking me that what do you believe by by hand of Allah? Is really real meaning or metaphoric meaning? All those questions. He said, you know, I left Christianity where they used to have all these arguments. Now I became Muslim. Same thing. Question is being, why I don't know what to do. The thing really that in this world people, people people's question is, you know, these are just words. They don't mean anything, and words cannot give you paradise. Understand? You cannot earn paradise with the words. Simple set of the words. You know, tell me if you go to a shop, and you just utter certain words, can you even get a glass? Is anybody going to give a glass just by saying certain words? You can't buy a glass by certain words. You need to pay price, and you think really you can earn paradise by certain words? Just you say certain set of the words and you get paradise. You belong to certain, you know, group and you get paradise. That how how things are. Understand actually, Islam is not like that. You know, Islam is not a lip service. It's not a case, you know, just use your lips and you get something. Islam is not a painting that you paint yourself certain clothes and certain things and you become believer. You know, it is not a makeup that you get and you, you, you get Islam. It's not something like that. It's inside, and then Islam comes as a result of that inside internal belief. So that first, you know, I wanted to know you to make it clear the difference between iman Islam and then the difference between belonging to Islam and then the difference to, between belonging to certain interpretation of Islam. It's aqida. So we have got Islam iman Islam properly. Then we have got belonging to Islam and then we have got belonging to aqida. And now actually we have got this stage. And the Quran wants us to come back to iman and Islam. We don't have that one. Next is that in, in the surah. And which is very important, I'm going to explain that before starting tafsir, inshallah, is tawbah, repentance. It is very, very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love for the people is much more 
than the love of the mother to their children. Much, much more. No doubt about that, really. But even a mother, which should not have love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when the child runs away from the house, she does not like it. But tell me when the child comes back, how the mother becomes so happy if the child comes back. Similarly, your Lord, you do whatever you do. You disobey him. You, uh, you differ from him. You become his enemy. You hate him. You hate his people. You kill the believers. You do all those things. But you come back to him, he forgets everything. If somebody kills hundreds of the believers or thousands of believers, and then he comes to his Lord repenting, Allah will forgive all those sins. Wahashi ibn Harb, you know, he killed who? He killed Hamza ibn Abdul Muttalib, such a great believer, uncle of the Prophet. But same Wahashi, when he accepts Islam, all sins are forgiven. Now, in this surah, Quran is going to tell the people who are making or creating all the persecution in Makkah al Mukarramah against the believers, Quran is still says, still you have hope. You, you have been bringing all the problems for the believers, like Abu Jahal, Abu Sufyan ibn Harb, you know, Walid ibn Mughira, or family of Mughira, and all these people, they have so much problem for the believers. Still, Quran wants to remind them, <coughs> if you repent, still Allah can forgive. Still you can come. And many of them become Muslim. No doubt. That actually is important. Allah's relation to you is not that he expects any benefit from you. Allah's relation to you in the worldly term is like the relation of the mother to the children. And it's just, you know, just an example. But though Allah's love, you know, compared to the mother's love is million times more. No doubt about that. We never can interpret how, how strong that is. Even mother's love, sometimes it is selfish. But Allah's love to the people is never, never selfish. It never can be selfish. So when people come to him, he becomes so happy to the people. So after all these stories that how Allah cursed these people, still if they want to come back, the door of Allah is always open to receive the people. So I'll stop here for the break. But you know, before tafsir, I really want you people to understand the difference between Iman and Islam, and between belonging to Islam, and between belonging to certain different interpretation of Islam. So once you understand this thing, inshallah, it will be easy. Then you know really what we need to get. You know where we are and what we know. Because people are confused. People say there are one billion Muslims in the world. How many? One billion. Do you really think there are one billion Muslims in the world? You know, a few hundred Muslims can change the history of the mankind. And you think there are one billion Muslims and nothing happened? You know, you know what lion means? Lion means lion. Lion does not mean that you make a painting of the lion on the paper, on the wall, or a city lion. It is lion for teaching purpose. But even a child will not fear that line. No, we will fear. We are, we are believers, you know, like believers by painting. The people say these are believers. Muslims are one billion Muslims. But how many are real lines? You know, if a line comes from the forest just here in the class, what will happen? Everybody will leave the classroom. But if you make painting of the line on the wall, what will happen? Is anybody going to run away? Nothing will happen. Even the children will play with that painting. Nothing will happen. We are painting of the believers. We are not the believers. We are painting of Muslims. We are not Muslims.
you know, th that actually what I'm trying to say, that people think really that belonging to any of these interpretation itself is Iman. It is not Iman. The example that you have given actually is that what Iman means really. So among all these groups, there are certain people who really have got Iman, who really believe in Allah among all these groups. But most people, they are learning and teaching only belonging. They are not teaching and learning about Allah about, about, about the Iman. And that's what we need to develop. There's no doubt about that, that you know, the you know, explanation and teaching and all those things, you know, they, they are very important. But I'm trying to say the most time that what we teach actually is we teach certain interpretation about certain way of the belonging. Quran does not teach that. Allah, the messenger, does not teach that. Teach that. The prophets and the companies, they never taught that. Later on, this became like that. When people move from that teaching and they come back to Iman Islam, no doubt, to little, get little Iman and then develop the, because of the prayer and the fasting and zakat and the hajj, it develops until they become far believer. So even in this world, when most people they belong to the third category, Aqeedah, still there are among every community that some people, they really have got Iman Islam. So I'm trying to say the Quran does not call you to have Aqeedah. Quran is calling you to have Iman Islam. So if people have got Aqeedah, they should not think they are believers. They need to work hard until it becomes in deep in their heart. Meaning is, for example, when I believe this is the fire, but you never can think then, I'll put my hand in the fire. That actually not happening. When people, Aqeedah people, they don't have belief. So you can see, same people who are fighting in the real life, people belong to different Aqeedah. When they come to the real life, there's no difference in their life. Life it is the same. Their transaction, their dealing, their, how they live in the house. So for example, it's not that you know, the wives of the people who are Salafi are more happy in the house than the wives of those people who are Ashari. Not like that. A wife suffer, all of them are suffering. All of the complaints that nothing, you know, their husbands are not right because just they have Aqeedah. But once Allah's fear comes and the love of Allah comes, no doubt it really changes. It's more love of Allah It really makes amazing things. It's more fear of Allah makes amazing People need to get fear of Allah and love of Allah Then it starts. So people need to come out from that aqidah to Iman and Islam. So note that you have given the example, that's true. That, that's why I want the people like that, that who, who, who know Allah SWT, who really, who are not, who, who don't make their Islam as just belonging, you know, from their heart. And that actually always existed, little bit, but it always exists.
you know, no doubt, there are, there are clear signs, signs are very, very clear signs, and not, not something hidden, they're very clear sign. But still, the true believers, they always are full of the fear. They are never proud or arrogant. Means what signs are is once you really love Allah Taala, you can see really your heart is moving. Just imagine really, if somebody in the presence of their mother, and somebody away from the mother, isn't that difference? Don't they fear a child who has been taken out from, you know, his mother has been taken out from him. You know, he's crying. And if and he's giving back, coming back to his mother, does he not feel differently? People, when people come to their Lord with the love and the fear of Allah Taala, and they worship in the middle of night, and whatever they do to, to, to for him, no doubt they feel all the time, and they move, and every, every time their iman keeps increasing, that is there, they can feel that, feel that. But I'm trying to say that these people, they're individuals. They are not a group, they are not a community. So they are scattered in every single group. They are scattered everywhere. What we need actually is to make people like that more and more number. Increase their number, make them in group, make them in community. That's not happening. The individuals are everywhere and they can see that. You know, for example, when you are giving water, you can see if you're thirsty, you know, you can make a difference between water and between any other liquid which are not, you know, quench your thirst. You can make the difference. When people are worship Allah, Allah they really can feel in their heart. When they wake up in the night, they can feel. And you can see the Prophet Muhammad how he said, you know, Aisha said, the Prophet used to come to the house and used to work, uh, you know, do work of the house. But as soon as Adhan is said, he would become as he does not know us. And he used to say, Ju'alat qurratu fi salah. The coolness of my eye has been made in the prayer. You know, the prayers you make a difference. Now what actually happening when the prayer time comes, we find it so difficult. It, it is sign really that we are not true believers. True believers, they love for the prayer. Like Imam Shaykh Hamad in India, you know, so much love for the prayer, he used to say, if in the grave there's no prayer, how can we live? So these people, they really enjoy the, the prayer. So when you know your Lord, when you worship Him, you enjoy His company. They're waking up in the night, doing the prayers on the time, doing the prayers in the Jama congregation, sacrificing your worldly interest for the prayer. For example, you know that in this hour you can make, you know, 100 pounds. But you know, it is time for the prayer. It becomes easy for you to sacrifice 100 pounds for the sake of the prayer. It happens and people can see that even those believers know. But those believers, they are humble because they always look above the, on the, to the believers above them. So they're never arrogant. They don't think we are better than other people. So for example, they will be seeing that they are people higher than them. So when they look like that, they always are humble. So believers, they are always humble. They think that we have not, not done enough. But Allah keeps increasing the iman and faith. But the sign of that is love of your Lord and the fear of your Lord. When love comes and the fear comes, that is sign that you are in the right direction. What is the question? Can, can you repeat? How can one's submission be perfect if their belief about Allah is not clear? The uh, following question is how can one's belief be clear without the study of Allah? What means uh, their understanding of Allah is not clear? Allah, you know, how do you start? You, you just start with a little bit. Allah is your creator. He is the sustainer. And then you worship him. And then you read Quran. And you read the life of the Prophet Is there, Is there any book more clear about Allah than the Quran? Yeah, think really. If the Quran cannot make belief in Allah clear, do you think really that in, then Abu Bakr Siddiq's belief should not be clear because he never read Imam Ashari's book? Abu, Abu Bakr Siddiq, he never had any book written by Abu Hassan Ashari or Abu Mansur al Maturidi or any later people. Do you think his Iman is not clear? You know, is there any book clearer than, than the Quran? Believers need the Quran. You know, if you really want your firm belief, you need to come to the Quran. That's what you need. 
that we want to know. And I know that the people who read the Quran always their belief increasing. If you read those arguments and discussion and, and, and fight, you only fight. You only look that other people, their belief is lower than you. But when you read the Quran, you become like a Siddiq that this book has come to teach you how we can think really that you know, without aqidah, we never can have Iman. These people, they did not have aqidah and their, their Iman is so strong. Ibrahim al-Islam, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Qas Siddiq, Omar al-Faruq, Uthman and Ali, and all the Khulafa Rashid, all the Sahaba, even Abu Hanifa and Malik and Shafi, no aqidah and Iman, so strong. You know, it really, it, 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 it not a proper understanding of this religion. This religion is Iman and Islam. And both have been made so clear in the Quran that you don't need any other explanation. There's no need for anything. The Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet What was the second question? How, how belief of Abu Qasadiq was clear without Asnaya Aqeedah? How the belief of Umar Farooq was clear without Asnaya Aqeedah? How the, all the prophets, Ibrahim al-Islam, Musa al-Islam, Isa al-Islam, Muhammad sallallahu they had no Aqeedah, no argument, no discussion, no kalam, no Ashari school, no, no Maturidi school, no Salafi school. How their Iman was so complete? Actually, these Aqeedah, they have corrupted people's Iman. They really make weaker. People relax. People think, now we, I know everything anyway. They become relaxed. If you want Iman, you read the Quran. If you want to be Islam, read the Quran. Follow the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and all, all, all the Prophets. That's how they have been doing. Musa Alaihi had no Aqeedah. But how his Iman is? Ibrahim Alaihi had no Aqeedah. Really, it, people actually have corrupted the mind. People think really that you need to learn these Aqeedahs. You know, Imam Ghazali, more, Imam Ghazali who is expert of the Aqeedah, he says in every community, in, we need only one person who knows the Aqeedah. So he can defend Islam sometime. But 99% Muslims, they don't know the Aqeedah. Imam Ghazali himself writes. The one who is expert of the Aqeedah. In Yahya Ulamiddin, he writes, Muslims don't need to learn Aqeedah. Only one person, so then he, you know, if there are some arguments and kalam discussion, so he can argue. The rest of the people just need Iman proper. They don't need Aqeedah. Aqeedah is just argument to prove that you are more right. That's all. That, you know, the, the, the small house that you have chosen is more right. It's not Iman. It's just belonging. That's what Quran was. Quran was the Udkhuluf Islam Kafa. In turn into Islam completely. You know, why don't, why don't you see that I, 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 I want to come to the Quran? Sunnah of the Prophet You know, not only that, the truth of the matter also is that 99% Muslims, they don't know any Ashari Maturidi anyway. The only problem for them is nobody teaching them properly, but they don't know any Aqeedah. They don't know. Muslims always have been ignored, ignored of those things. They don't need to know these things. People really need to develop Iman properly understand properly, think properly that who your Lord is, your creator, you need to get paradise. You need to save from the fire of hell. Quran says, Those people who have been removed from the fire of hell and made intent to paradise, they are successful people. That's what you need. That's what people need. Actually, argument always make belief weaker. People's belief becomes stronger by prayer, by remembering the Lord, by remembering his name, by thinking about him, by thinking about the universe. Actually, you learn Iman from the universe. You think about the universe from the creation. You learn Iman from the Quran. But from those books, you learn Iman. If you look at a tree, it can teach you more Iman than a book of Aqeedah. 
If you look actually the stars and the moon, they can teach you more Iman than the books of the Aqeedah. You, you need to think properly, understand properly. And these are signs of your Lord. And all of it, they are so connected. You know, it, basically, it's not a, you know, like, for example, when you see the rays of the sun, how connected they are to the sun. It becomes impossible to know whether you knew sun before the rays or rays before the sun. It is really very difficult for us to know whether you knew the creation before a God or you knew the creator first. You know, because they're so connected. They're so much connected, creation, creator, creator. But I just need to think really properly. You know, see the love that he has got. You know, does any child need any Aqidah book to, to, to learn about his mother? Think properly. People, no children in the world, to know their mother, they need to go and learn Aqidah book. Nobody. Children know their mother by the nature. It is deep in their heart. And then when the mother behaves properly, the way she behaves, it becomes their Iman in their mother becomes more and more. People know by their nature who their Lord is. And when they see their Lord's favor, and they, when they pray that how nearer to him, then Iman becomes in, it, it keeps increasing. To be, understand simple things, similarity is between a child and the mother. Similarly, between the people and the, the Lord, this similarity is there. As children don't need any proof for their mother, people don't need a proof for their Lord, what they need really to worship him. And they can see the love, love there. You need to open your eye. You need to understand. You need to clear your mind. Make your mind pure and clean. You don't need to learn anything. Basically, you need to become ignorant. Simple, if you want to know about your Lord, simple thing is whatever you know, take it out. You know him. It, he was there. In other knowledge, they actually corrupted your mind. So somebody came to you know, Mona Yaqub Mujaddadi, one of the Indian scholars. He's a very nice, very pious person, a Sufi person, Naqshbandi Shaykh, and very, very pious person, Shaykh Ullah and many people used to come and learn from him. So somebody came to me and asked him, what is the condition in what we need to learn in order to understand the Quran? So he said, you only need one thing for the Quran, ignorance. Become ignorant, you learn from the Quran. Come to the Quran as empty. As ignorant person, you learn. It thinks that remove from your heart, make your heart clean and clean, you will know your Lord. The children who don't know their mother, the way they, they have been corrupted, make them pure and clean, they will love their mother. That's what we need. You know, the thing really is that people have to understand properly the, the laws of this world are not best. You know, you get paradise by because of Iman Islam. You are safe from the fire of hell because of Iman Islam. You know, but in the laws of this world, they are not based on the Iman Islam. They are based on your belonging to Islam. If you belong to Islam, there you are treated a Muslim. So the Muslim community is Muslim. So for the marriage, we don't want people to have Iman of Siddiq and Umar Farooq. You just need to express your belong to Islam. You know, the worldly laws, they work on simple belonging. If your husband is a man belongs to Islam, you can marry. And actually women, should, many, many women, they have got you know, so wrong in this matter really. If you want to marry someone, simple thing you look actually is, the person who is going to marry, is he able to, is he going to provide you accommodation and expenses properly, and he's going to let you to worship your Lord. If he does this thing, that's enough, even if he does not pray, does not fast, does not pay in zakat, does not do any hajj, 
you know, maybe uh, make dua and make effort, maybe later on he comes back. What you need actually is somebody who can provide accommodation, expenses, and let you to worship your Lord. Once he does that, then you easily can marry. Otherwise, if you make condition of Iman Islam, then nobody will get married. No marriage will happen. You know, hijra is not only on the basis of the persecution, hijra actually has more other condition. Simple thing really is that stage has not come. Now, Muslims need really hijra from the mind, means moving from belonging to the real iman. We don't need hijra of the space. We need hijra of the mind, give up the disobedience. That's why the Prophet says, Al-Muhajiru man hajara manahallahu anhu wa rasooluhu. The real muhajir, real immigrant is the one who has given up or has stopped from what Allah and His Messenger have forbidden since leave the sin. People need to do mental hijrah before doing the physical hijrah. We are not doing that. The first thing actually in, this, in our time is that make effort that you don't commit sin. Make effort to worship your Lord properly. Do things properly, Allah will guide you. You don't need physical hijrah, you need a mental hijrah. And you can see in every community, nobody can stop you from the prayer and from the fasting and from, from, from avoiding the sin. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences, such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship, and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.com org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like yourself